Hi, I'm Jessica. And I'm Ashley. And we're the Theme Parkettes. Find out more about us, our store, Ashley's travel planning services, and more at MainStreetInspirations.com. Today, we are discussing what's in your theme park bag. <laughs> what just, are you bringing into the parks with you? I'm just visualizing this like Mary Poppins-esque, you know, she's just pulling out the the hat stand and all the other stuff coming out of your theme park bag. What are you packing in your magical theme park bag? Unfortunately, Mary Poppins bags do not exist, so you do have to take into consideration what you should be packing in your bag. We are going to be discussing what each of the major theme parks allow in terms of size, what they allow and do not allow into the parks, and some of that actually might surprise you, because it definitely surprised me as I did my research. We will be discussing locker situations in each park, and then we will discuss our suggestions of what to put in your bag. And finally, and this might be our biggest debate yet, what kind of bag is best to bring to a park? We both have very strong feelings about this. Yes. The debate, the debate <laughs> is on. We, we almost got into like a very loud fight about this at Disneyland. So it is Obviously, on. Obviously, it's on. Our opinions are subjective. Your mileage <laughs> may vary. <laughs> don't don't you know do do what you need to do we just have our own everybody's got their own thing everybody's got their right. own thing so let us discuss what's allowed in terms of size at each park um so disney why don't we start with disney because you know we, we never talk about disney on we never podcast. talk about disney <laughs> uh disney allows a pretty big bags, actually. Uh, they can be up to 24 inches long, 15 inches wide, and 18 inches high. Uh, as you all probably heard in the news recently, they stopped allowing those stroller wagons, mm-hmm. to which I say hallelujah, but of course I am not a mom. Uh, I understand that was a big deal for a lot of people, not being able to have the wagons, but they were getting a little bit out of control, uh, especially at Disneyland, where those walkways can get really narrow and have some bottlenecks. What's your thought on that, Ashley? I mean, here's the thing. I, similarly to you, don't have children. So this is coming from a place of I just have to take care of me. But I remember being a kid and taking my little sister to the parks. And my parents had this little white fold-up travel stroller. And I just don't remember it being an issue. And I feel like it's how I operate with my purse, right? If I have a small purse... I carry less stuff. You should see the purse I take to work. It is my Mary Poppins bag. There's literally like I could camp out in that purse if I needed to. So the bigger the the bigger the purse, the bigger the backpack, the bigger the stroller, the more stuff you're going to stuff into it because you have it there, right? So I think Mm -hmm. they were just becoming really cumbersome, both in the walkways, taking up space. I also read a lot of reports that unfortunately people get things stolen out of them sometimes. Oh, so yeah. and regular well, strollers just too. Keep them there. There's no yeah. real way to lock them up or nope. to cover them. And people can I mean, you know, there are always recommendations, especially on the Disney Parks moms panels and um, many of the blogs that have, you know, mothers and fathers who write them, that they always suggest to personalize your stroller in a lot of different ways mm. so that if it does go missing, 
it is easier to find. Um, but like items can get taken out of your stroller. I mean, it happens like Disney. <laughs> By squirrels too. Have yes. you ever seen, <laughs> if you Google, if you've not done this, uh, go to YouTube and look for Disney squir- Disney World squirrels, especially the ones in Epcot over uh, by Journey to Imagination. There are some squirrels there <laughs> that are amazing. I don't want to spoil it for you, but they uh, there's some great video of squirrels going stroller to stroller, just pulling out Triscuits. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is, you're, you're not, I mean, as much as we want to think that we're in this perfect magical bubble, we are not in this perfect magical bubble and there, things can happen. So Dale are going to just get into your, your so part of the reason why we're talking about your Disney bag is because we're both big proponents of keeping your stuff either with you or like locked in a locker in a safe place where only you can access it just for safekeeping it's how we both travel uh, but if you are the kind of person that needs to have a stroller or something of that sort knowing that Disney has changed its regulations in terms of size and what they allow is really important because there have been a lot of angry people who don't know that those mm-hmm. things have changed um, yeah, I'm always so just amazed it- like how did you get that on the airplane or like what I, did- I guess people rent them locally which makes sense yeah. but annual pass holders and how do you them. push it i mean they're look they're huge <laughs> they're pretty big so yeah so anyway. disney does allow bigger bags uh but no wagons and your bags can't have wheels on them which i think is fair oh uh, okay yeah I didn't... so can't cannot have wheels uh universal Soft-sided bags only. If you're trying to bring anything that's a hard cooler in general, those are not going to fly. Those are not going to get in. Um, bags no larger than th- – they want a smaller bag. 8.5 inches wide, 6 inches high, 6 inches deep, and nothing with wheels. Um, that seems to be like a lucky uh, – a common thing. 8.5 wide, 6 high, 6 deep was the same for Legoland um, and a couple of other. Yeah, so I would really look and, and take – I think that's a, a about like a backpack size. I was going to say, that must be like a standard backpack size. Yeah, I think it's basically like standard backpack. Um, again, with Universal, nothing with wheels. Six Flags, soft bags and backpacks are okay. Also nothing um, like a cooler at all, really. So if you have an allergy that requires you to have some sort of um, different food preferences or things like that, or a medication where you need a cooler... Almost every park will make an exception for this, but a lot of them want you to call ahead. So there are numbers on every website for guest services. I wouldn't wait till you get to the front to say, hey, this is my special medication that needs to be kept in a cooler. Oh, yeah, don't do that. Or this is my special dietary thing that I have to bring into the park and have to bring into a cooler. Um, I would definitely call guest services ahead of time and just make sure that you get that permission. Some some of the parks you need to have a special like medical sticker, and this is just even just talking about dietary restrictions. So um, definitely call ahead, call guest services on those. Also, something just to keep in mind when you're if you are traveling where you need to stay at a hotel or a resort. This is just also something good to keep in mind for resorts, which we'll talk about on a different um, episode, but you just might want to reach out to the resort ahead of time because not all resort rooms have mini fridges in them necessarily, regardless of where you're staying. Um, So anything that you need, like you said, needs to be kept cold or whatever, just, you know, call your resort and talk through those options so that Mm -hmm. you are not going, not showing up, finding out that you're going to have to scramble to figure that out. 
Yeah, definitely. Good advice. So Six Flags, Bush Gardens, Legoland, all basically have the same policy. Soft bags and backpacks, okay, but no coolers. And if you have an allergy or need something special, call ahead. Uh, Cedar Point doesn't appear to have a bag policy, at least not one that I could find. So you're oh, probably good bringing. But that being said, you can bring almost no bags on roller coasters. So well, that's uh, fair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we'll talk about those options later that they offer. Um, and then I went and checked out Knott's just because I was curious. And they basically, no luggage or large coolers, but they will allow a cooler uh, one foot by one foot by one foot, which I thought was interesting. Um, and they do allow wagons as strollers at Knott's. Ooh, little so competition to Disney. I uh, don't know. So if you're in <laughs> California and you're sad that you don't get to use your wagon stroller at Disneyland anymore, you can take it to Knott's and Knott's Soak City as well. Bag check. Let's bag talk about check, bag check. Bag check. Basically, now you are going to find, if you haven't been to a theme park recently, what you need to know is... You will find bag check at just about every single theme. I can't think of a, a theme park that doesn't have bag check. No, I feel nowadays. like you, yeah. I mean, any giant place with lots of people that you're going to carry stuff in, I mean, most of them are going to have some sort of bag check. There's some pretty obvious general rules about what you can bring and not bring. And I feel like, feel silly that we have to talk about this, but we should just right. make it clear. So let's just go through. Obviously, <laughs> okay. no weapons. Not even if you're going to like Dollywood, because you're like, oh, I'm in Tennessee. I could probably bring my gun. No, yeah, you can't no, bring, your gun. bring your gun. <laughs> you can't even bring a toy gun. <laughs> you can't even bring a toy gun. Just no weapons, no pepper spray. Please Obviously, leave your brass knuckles at home. We're, leave them at home. No explosives, alcohol, drugs. Um, but so, like, these are the obvious things things but also like something to think of anything that makes you look like an employee oh, I know a lot of one. people want to like get dressed up and like maybe wear like they like, was talking about Dollywood and like they wear those cute outfits like you can't dress like yeah you get dolly bound as a dolly employee <laughs> and I know a lot of people if we're at Disney they want to wear like the cast member name badges and things like that but you can't, if there's anything that makes you specifically really look like a cast member, they won't let you wear it. And um, that includes uh, characters, too. Yeah. Like, as an adult, you can't, you and I could not dress up really in, like, a Belle costume and a Cinderella costume, like a full dress, and walk mm -hmm. into the Magic Kingdom. Like, they will not. Right. Disney bounding, okay? That's why, that's why bounding was invented, yes. You can bound, but no, no full, full costumes. costumes. Um, if you're bringing baby food, usually you can't bring glass into any park. So even if it, they do allow you to bring bottles, they probably won't allow you to bring glass or ceramic bottles um, or baby food in glass. Anything noisemakers, any toys that look like weapons, remote control toys. That's something I hadn't hmm. thought of, but that's, you Makes know, sense, yeah. I guess a thing for some people. You can't bring a drone. Um, but <laughs> another thing, radio stereos, you can't bring anything like that to play your music while you're walking around at Six Flags. Uh, but another thing, I think a lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to wear skate shoes because, you know, I'm going to be walking like 13 miles. So I'll be able to skate. Those have been prohibited at most every, on almost every park. So if they see you or your kid in those shoes that have wheels on them, they're not going to let you wear them. Nope. Um, no balloons. Um, straws. Yeah. Straws, no straws now are becoming a thing, especially in a park that might have animals like Animal Kingdom or any sort of safari park. They really are not going to even. So if you're trying to bring some contraband straws in your bag, <laughs> don't do it. Although I believe reusable straws 
are okay. So if that's something you have. And Animal Kingdom, I think, is getting getting rid of, if they haven't already, lids, plastic lids to cups. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's good. I didn't know that. What are they doing instead? You just paper drink it out or of a no plastic lids. cup. No lid. And uh, water parks, a lot of people, sometimes you're packing for a water park and you're like, oh, I'm going to bring our pool noodle. I'm going to bring our float. You usually, you cannot bring any flotation devices into a water park with you. They will let you rent them there. Yes. Outside of, obviously, for little kids, like the arm floaties and the... No, the, even a lot of those aren't they allowed. They don't let you... I would really, no, I would check. I would check each individual. So, sometimes, if you mean like, yeah, like those little arms. Yeah, I mean like I've, if it's if you're like a two year old and they have the arm swimmy things, just yeah. I would go ahead and check, make sure before you go if that's something that's important to you or your child. Uh, also, folding chairs in general, you can't bring a folding chair to any park or any uh, water park. And spiky clothing and jewelry. Is something oh. that's listed on a lot of theme parks. Interesting. So if you're so if you're pulling your goth costume or you're feeling a little emo today, I would leave the spiky bracelet and necklace at home because they're going to make you take them off. So I should leave my black studded belt from 2003, circa mm-hmm. my Avril Lavigne days at home. And now leave it in 2003, <laughs> Ashley. Leave it in 2003. It'll, I guarantee you it'll come back. Everything comes back. Just you wait. Right. Just right. do it. And then, of course, uh, any usually any shirts that could be, or any outfit, anything that you have on you that could be deemed obscene, obscene images or anything promoting drug use. Obviously, they they don't want you to wear things like that. But something you might not think of is if you, if you have an obscene tattoo, that is something oh. they're going to want you to cover up. Interesting. Yep. Interesting, right? Okay. So, and then, oh, let's talk about selfie sticks. <laughs> <laughs> great for photos, not great for theme parks. No. So Disney is a no. They 100% don't let you bring in selfie sticks. Leave them at home. Same with Six Flags. Same with Bush Gardens. However, Universal, they allow them. Oh, that's interesting. I'm surprised. But not on the rides. <laughs> I'm, that's, wow. I'm... And, and not on the Universal Studios tour, well, which yeah, really makes fair. sense because you are just driving by a lot of other buses and trams when you're on that. So that, that could be really bad. So, yeah. So leave your selfie sticks at home. So in general, those were the things that are really like, just don't, don't bring those. Leave them at home. I'm trying to picture, I just have this image in my mind of somebody with two pool noodles and a folding chair showing up at Typhoon Lagoon. Like well, that mental right. image is just really funny to me. <laughs> but like, maybe what do you think that that's yeah. something that you could do? I, yeah. You know, if you don't know, if you've never been to a water park, you don't know. If, no, if it's true. It has never crossed my mind, but it makes perfect sense. Like, of course, somebody mm-hmm. would, would think that they could do that. Right. You can do it at your local pool and beach and lake. Yeah. So, but nope, not at water parks. They will have chairs. You, <laughs> some chairs get there early. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's a whole other. <laughs> if yeah, you would like so a chair, you might want to get there on the early side. Yeah. So now I want to talk about uh, some specifics per park. Disney, we'll start with Disney. Uh, you can bring food and snacks and water drinks into yep. Disney. You can bring a picnic basically if you want to. Yeah. 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 If it will fit in your large bag, if you want to lug it in, you can bring it. Hint, hint. That is a great way to save money, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a great way to save money. Pack your own snacks, especially if you have picky kids. 
Yeah, I'll do a, a peanut butter and jelly on gluten-free bread and carrot sticks and protein bars. And of course, as I mentioned in a previous podcast, my bottle of water that I will keep refilling at the restrooms <laughs> all day because they have delicious filtered water in the water fountains at Disney. So when... When I went out to surprise Jessica for her birthday, I had this whole mission that I wasn't going to throw my bottle of water away and I was going to refill it because she had had this whole conversation with me on one of our podcast episodes. And then literally the first bottle of water I finished and then recycled the bottle. (laughs) And as I tossed it, I went, oh, no, I did not mean to do that. We did an entire podcast. (laughs) A whole podcast about this. Just totally mindless. Like, nope into the trash sorry into the recycling so into the recycling (laughs) (laughs) but did you taste the water it's good right after that once i bought another bottle once i bought another bottle and then refilled it it's great i mean it's it's totally uh, do not be afraid of the water at the disney Mm -hmm. parks it's fantastic delicious universal small snacks are okay uh, not big snacks, not big lunches, um, and they allow max two liters of bottled water per person. Oh, okay. That's Interesting. Pretty good. I cannot yeah. speak for the universal water. If you have had the universal water fountain water, please let us know. Hit us up. MainstreamInspirations.com. <laughs> Contact us. Tell us if it's good. It's been a minute since I've tried it. You know what? I'm going to be going back there shortly, though, so I'll report back on the universal. Yeah, let us know how the water is universal. I'm going to filtered water at all of the theme parks because this is what's <laughs> important to me, clearly. It will continue to be important, especially as we're getting towards a a place in time where recycling is really important, less plastics are important, reusable everything. So as silly as it seems right now, in like five years, people are going to listen to our podcast and be like, oh, this is a resource for all of the places where we should drink our water in the theme parks, whether or not we should drink it. So is this really what people want to be listening to? (laughs) There's somebody out there that probably wants to know. Because here's the thing. Sometimes... Tap water can be really gross or, you know, water out of a water. So it's good to know. So here's something interesting. Six Flags does not allow outside food or beverage. Does not allow it at all. At all. Only at all. Only exceptions are for infant food in non-glass jars and people who have food allergies that are like life-threatening allergies and sensitivities um they if they do not feel comfortable with the menu options they can have two sealable sandwich bags like the seven by eight inch sandwich bags and one snack to accommodate their visit like a piece of fruit or a fruit bar or a snack that fits in a sandwich bag and they can put it in one small soft-sided cooler and bring that into the park they have to get a medical sticker to be able to do this at security. No outside beverages are permitted at all, and that includes bottles of water. This feels really restrictive. Yes, you also, right? right it does It does feel restrictive, and I'm guessing, but the food there, that being said, if you, you know, remember our dining plan episode, they really do have a lot of good dining options. But I also think, and this was something that I found that some people were talking about on the internet, um, have you seen those water bottles that have the filters in them? Like when you put it, when you're drinking the water, it filters it. It's like a Brita personal. Thing at the top of the bottle, yeah. Yes, I think that this is the perfect park for something like that. So specifically for Six Flags, I would be interested in in getting myself a Brita personal water bottle and filling that at the water fountain locations and doing that because they will allow an empty bottle to come into the park. How do you feel about this? these restrictions 
you know, two sandwich bags, one snack kind of thing. I'm just thinking in terms of, you know, how thoughtful we have to be for your gluten allergy yeah, and making sure, like, I, I just feel like that's a really limited amount of food for one person for one day. It is. It is. If you think of it, just two, san- two basically three sandwich bags or two, two sealable sandwich bags and one snack. I mean, that's, oh. I mean, I guess that would be for me like two sandwiches and a couple like protein bars or like I said, carrot sticks or something. And then to have to go and call myself like a medical issue. Yeah, it just feel like and I feel like you're just drawing attention to yourself, too, because they're making you put a tag on your cooler that says, you know, medical issue. I'm just out of all of the theme parks. I'm very surprised that Six Flags has this big of a. They're not the only ones, Ashley. Oh, okay. Bush Gardens. Really? Bush is the same way? No outside food or drink except, but you can bring water bottles. But you can't bring any outside food or drink. Correct. None. You want to know who else, Ashley? Dollywood. Oh, <laughs> Dolly. And Cedar Point. So this is not uncommon. It's real. I think we're so, <laughs> we're desensitized to because we're like, what? We can just bring in all of our food from home to Disney. But um, yeah, this is common at other parks. So Dollywood, no snacks, no water. Cedar Point, even though they don't seem to have this bag policy, no food or drink, but unopened water bottles are okay. And weirdly, they have like a picnic thing out in front. So if you're if you're okay with leaving like a cooler in your car at Cedar Point and then going out in the middle of the day and going and you can go sit in the nice little outside picnic area, but still, I think no actually bringing it in. I think Disneyland has one too. Yeah. Well, oh, Disneyland definitely has a really nice picnic area and yeah. lockers over there. And those are huge lockers. Those lockers are huge. Well, we'll get to the locker people. (laughs) Yeah, I know a lot of people who like those because, well, yeah, we can talk about that later. Um, But yeah, Bush Gardens. Bush Gardens, no outside food or drink except water bottles. And then, yeah, and Six Flags. So, So. uh, so whenever some, this is fascinating because now I just read a lot, you know, people just complain about the food prices at Disney and at Universal. And now it's like, well, you could go to Dollywood, but you're going to have to eat inside the park. You can't bring anything in. Like right. it's, that's right. crazy. With Dollywood, you can leave and come back with most of the parks you can. And Dollywood does have some things kind of close by, I guess. Like Smoky Mountain National Park is pretty close. I mean, you could technically leave and come back. But I mean, that's a lot of time away. You know, so... I think your best bet is to look at their food options before you go and make sure that you're okay with the prices and with eating and factoring that into your day because you're not going to be able to bring a sandwich or a protein bar unless you smuggle it. Not that we would recommend that. We, not, we do not, not smuggle. recommend we putting do not recommend. it in your shoes. Yes. Please do not <laughs> smuggle things into any of the theme parks. This is not a theme park that's condoned behavior. No, it is not. <laughs> we do no, not. It is not. Do not promote it. Uh, back to Six Flags, something else that they don't allow specific to that park is Sharpies, which is interesting. <laughs> well, but I know when you're like, what, why would you want a Sharpie? Well, at Disneyland, you want to bring in your autograph book right. and make sure you have a Sharpie that all of the characters can sign. Um, Six Flags, they do have some characters like Bugs Bunny. Looney Tunes. I'm trying to say. Looney Tunes. <laughs> sorry. What? The Looney Tunes. Uh, but you can't get autographs from them, I guess. Not not with a Sharpie, at least. So don't bring your Sharpies to Six Flags. <laughs> <It's> so weird. <laughs> so those are the specifics for some of the major theme parks about what they will and will not allow. Uh, let's talk about lockers. Lockers. I'm a big fan of lockers. 
lockers have saved the day on more than one occasion. So I am sure. pro-locker. They they cost money. They do. For sure. They are something that you, if that's what you're going to do, that if you are going to rent a locker, you should plan on spending. I've seen between 7 and up to $25 a day, depending on the park and how big of a locker that you want. Uh, lockers are usually great. You know, if you're, if you have a family, if you have kids, you know, that type of thing, maybe you don't want to be lugging things around all day. Obviously, larger items can go in there, sweatshirts, if you don't want to be jackets, if you don't want to be carrying them around. Uh, but a lot of people think that you need a locker. Well, I'm going to need it for all my souvenirs. Well, not necessarily at Disney, Universal, Legoland, or Dollywood, because at those parks, they have something called package pickup merchandise pickup which is a really great way to purchase your souvenirs what a lot of people don't know is when you're buying your souvenirs at the park especially if they're large but even if they're tiny or small or breakable or whatever you can say hey i want to send these to package pickup and at the end of your theme park day you can go to the designated location usually located by the exit and pick it up on your way out you show them your claim check and you pick it up and you take it home and some of those parks, uh, Disney and Universal in particular, um, have, and I think Legoland as well, because if you're staying at one of the hotels, you can get them delivered to your hotel for a small fee. It is the best, like one of the best uh, features of staying at a hotel uh, or at a resort, because it just makes it so much easier that you don't have to lug around all the things that you bought that day. So great. So that is not necessarily something that you need lockers for at Disney, Universal, Legoland, and Dollywood at least. Um, so just keep that in mind. So Disney, let's go park by park again and talk about the different lockers. Uh, lockers inside and, outs and outside the Disneyland parks are between $7 and $15. Um, a lot of people are, so why would you want to use an outside one? Well, it's simple. A lot of people want to use those if they're planning on doing rope drop. Because if you have something in mind that you want to do first, first thing in the morning, you're going to beeline to the back of Galaxy's Edge or wherever you're going to go. Uh, you don't want to have to first go and get your locker and get in line with everybody else at the nearest locker station. So you can use the outside lockers, um, maybe even the ones by the picnic areas like we were talking about earlier, and use that and get that done. And then you're free and clear to run in at rope drop. The other location for Disneyland lockers are off of Main Street as you're heading towards the hub on the right-hand side where the Starbucks, just past the Starbucks on the right, it's kind of set back, but there's a good chunk of lockers back there. And it's nice to have it on Main Street because then you can go back. If you bring a change of clothes, you don't have to leave the park. You can just go over and switch out your clothes. There are restrooms fairly close by, so I've done that where I've gone over to go you know, change of clothes after getting soaked on Splash Mountain, walked across the way, changed my clothes, gone back, dropped off everything there. Um, and it's also nice that if you have something with you and you don't want to carry it around anymore, but you want to get it on your way out of the park, that's an option too, which is nice just to be able to grab it on your way as you exit. So, so what some people don't know about the Disney parks is wherever there's a water ride, there's usually lockers pretty close by to those. And those lockers will be, your first two hours will be free. Oh, that which is I did very not know. nice. Oh, that is right. Nice. So particularly the ones so in DCA across from Grizzly River Run and Animal Kingdom across from Cali River Rapids in Florida, um, those lockers 
they have they have lockers there that are just you know regular size lockers just like they are everywhere else in the park but for the first two hours they are free so before you go on a water ride you can put your stuff in there because yeah they do have a little like pouch area where you can put some of your stuff <laughs> with like a little plastic film that is supposed to protect your mm-hmm. things but if you've ever gone on grizzly river run you could get under a waterfall you look like you've been in a shower like mm-hmm. it, you get completely soaked so um i've definitely had reports of people being like yep my phone got soaked or you know you're doing that at your own risk so you might as well just use the lockers and if it's free for the first two hours just do it but also if you're planning on being in california adventure for the day those are good lockers to use if you want to consider and get those first two hours free but in general it's a day rate and it's nice that they give you the two hours because I'm just thinking, especially on hot days, those lines can get really long. So mm-hmm. it's nice that you just have that extra time to throw your stuff in there, get in line, do the ride, mm-hmm. and yeah. then go change your clothes because you're not going to worry be about it. And But just remember, whether you're at Disneyland or at Disney World with the multiple parks, remember, be aware of which park closes before the others if you're going to be park hopping. <laughs> Yeah, because you don't want to put your stuff in a locker at DCA and then DCA closes at 10 and you're at Disneyland until midnight and then you're like, oops. (laughs) Yeah, that would be bad. Hey, this is interesting to note. At Disney World, the lockers are between $10 and $15, including at the water parks. You can use your magic band to purchase your locker. But what you do, instead of just going straight to the lockers, you go to a merchandise location and you swipe your magic band there and they give you a code to use at a locker. Oh, that's lovely. Just a nice little convenient thing to note there. And I think the lockers are close to merchandise locations, too. So oh, I don't they think usually are. Yeah, so I don't think you have to go very far. Um, the Epcot lockers are in the front of the park, and I think that's the only location that they are in. So just keep in mind that whenever you're putting something in a locker, how long of a walk it's going to take you to get there. Like if you put stuff in a locker at Epcot, and then you're in the World Showcase, and you need to get something back out of your locker, it's a little bit of a hike <laughs> to get back there. Just and you mind. can use both the Disney World and the Disneyland app to search locker locations um, just if you're planning in advance and you want to think about where you want to put your stuff. That's that's an option available to you. Uh, Universal, 8 to $15 for lockers. They're one price for the day, unlimited in and out privileges. Uh, Six Flags, 13 to $18, a little more expensive. Oh, yeah. The, the main ones, the all-day ones are in like the main Six Flags plaza but for select attractions um they do have lockers that are available for limited time storage of your loose articles so i don't know if any of you have gone to six flags in the past there used to be a time you used to be able to do this thing at six flags where right as you were getting on the roller coaster you could just sort of like drop your stuff on the side you could drop your bag there were sometimes cubby holes and you could just sort of like throw your stuff over there go on the roller coaster and it would be waiting for you when you got off yeah they don't allow that anymore Uh, security purposes they do not allow that anymore um not totally sure of the reason but my guess would be theft and or being worried about who knows so um yeah they don't allow that anymore so they they and they do have a loose articles policy so the employees are going to be checking you as you're getting on those roller coasters making sure that you're not carrying a backpack or a purse that's hanging down or things like that um so yeah you have to be aware of that loose article so for my suggestion my suggestion for six flags a place like six flags or 
um, Bush Gardens or Cedar Point, something that's like a major roller coaster park. For those in particular, I would really consider not having a bag, if at all possible, or having something that you can keep really close to yourself, like a fanny pack. Super fashionable, guys, right now. Uh, they are totally in right now. Or if you're into cargo shorts, having something with a lot of cargo pants or shorts, something with a lot of pockets like that. Um, a travel vest, you know, like your grandfather had for going to his Euro trip. The, oh yeah, it gosh. sounds super cheesy. But guess what? You can hold a bunch of stuff in there. Or even just like one of those like lanyards or um, neck wallets. The Anything neck like wallet. that for <laughs> that people recommend for international travel. Those things are probably the best if you're going to a roller coaster park and you're about you're all about getting on as many roller coasters as possible. If you're having to deal with a backpack the entire day, I just think you're going to be miserable. Um so, but a lot of parks have have started doing something that's pretty cool where they call it different things whether it's a movable locker or a transferable locker. At Busch Gardens they call it transferable lockers. So you get it for the day for $8 and outside each of the major rides they have lockers there and if you've already paid that $8 you can put your stuff in and out of there Oh, Does that's that make so sense? Smart. Yeah, right? that's really smart. So it's the over outside of the major rides at Bush Gardens, they always have lockers, and it'll be like two dollars for the first two hours, and then one dollar each additional. They'll have major, you know, big lockers in the main areas for fifteen to twenty-five dollars a day. But I really like that transferable locker idea for when you want to have your backpack, but every time you want to go on a ride, you don't want to keep it with you, then um, you can do that there. And Cedar Point has that as well. They call it movable lockers. You rent all day for ten dollars and use the lockers outside the rides otherwise it's like two to four dollars a ride and so if you're bringing a bag you just have to remember that it's going to cost you a little extra to bring your stuff inside and carry it around with you if if it's something that needs a locker at disney for i think almost entirely all of the rides you can bring your bags on with you i if you have a backpack you can turn it around and face it front Mm -hmm. they usually have on like mission space and California Screaming, they'll have a little pouch that you could put that you can fit bags in there. But like anything humongous at like a roller coaster park is just going to cost you money. So that's something to be aware of. Oh, and Dollywood. <laughs> we keep talking about Dollywood. Oh, well, Dollywood, Dollywood is another one of those that has that uh, floating ride lockers is what they say. Um, and that's only seven dollars. I mean, that's pretty worth it. So, yeah, you can float around from locker to locker without having to pay each additional time. It's really cheap, actually. So let's talk, me and Ashley, what, what do we pack? <laughs> now, again, we don't have kids. So if you have kids, you know your kids' needs. And you know if you need to bring a diaper bag and all of that. But if it's just just for your own personal self, let's talk about what the essentials are that we need to bring with us. And I feel like you and I are pretty on par with a lot of these things. I don't think we have a disagreement about a lot of this stuff. So I think what we what we put these things in is one thing, but what we actually <laughs> carry with us, I think we are pretty much on the same page about. Right. The must-brings, sunscreen. I mean, that's yes. a non-negotiable. Please bring you sunscreen. You gotta bring sunscreen. Get a little tiny one. You can get those at any little travel area of CVS. Just get yourself a small one. Or put it in a little transferable container. You know, plastic a little container travel squeeze containers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least face sunscreen. Oh my goodness. I don't know who needs to hear this right now, but put on sunscreen. Other non-negotiable, probably a hat or, you know, ears. Maybe it's not non-negotiable. I mean, if, a lot of people don't wear hats to parks because they fly off. 
And then you have to figure, you have to hold it while you're riding or attach it to your belt loop. So I guess I that's not a non-negotiable, but not for non-negotiable, me. Non-negotiable, but I think it's something to consider. Do remember that your scalp can burn. It is just as sensitive as your skin. So just be mindful that you're walking around the parks. You're likely in the sun. All day. So it's like just being might, at the beach. Yeah. Just might want to, just might want to consider some sort of head gear. Headwear. Headwear. Uh, Water bottle. A lot of people have different um, ways of doing this. I know some people who bring like those collapsible plastic things that roll up when they're empty. Um, Obviously, at most places, especially, you know, Disney Universal, they'll allow you at every quick service restaurant, you can get a cup and get a cup of water. But um, yeah, as we talked about before, one of those Brita ones with the filter things, those are cool, but they're kind of big. Um, what about you, Ashley? What do you do as a water bottle? Mine changes all the time, like a swell bottle, keep it cold if I need that, if it's a hot day. But Yeah, as I have obviously admitted to our kind listeners that I already failed at the purchase one bottle and just refill it all day <laughs> process. Um, that's usually my go-to if I remember is to buy one bottle and refill it. I don't think I've ever brought a outside water bottle with me now that I'm thinking about it I've definitely thought about it and I've thought about buying a refillable like a fancy tumbler that I could take home and yeah I definitely have been in the market for a new water bottle to bring with me because I do want to be more mindful just about the fact that I just need to drink more water especially when I'm at the parks but I haven't found one my challenge is I need one that I can close and then throw in my bag and not have to worry about it leaking everywhere. Yeah. So swell bottles are usually really good for that. You I've know heard good about, about them. Swell yeah. bottles, and I mean you can leave those in your car in the in the heat, and it will still be cold on the inside. And the hot ones too. This is totally separate outside of this theme park conversation. <laughs> but they have a hot one as well, and if you leave that overnight, your beverage will be hot in the morning. That's crazy. I mean, it's okay. insane. I don't know how they do that. Sunglasses. Yes obviously must and again i get it you're gonna maybe not want to wear some people wear them on roller coasters they take that chance also sunglasses are the new england girls headband that's right (laughs) they keep the hair out of your face and they look amazing (laughs) and then they're ready for you and you need them or you forget that they're up there and then you look for another pair of sunglasses and you wear two sunglasses (laughs) one on your face and one in your hair what i mean is that weird um it happens ponchos how do you feel about wearing bringing a poncho folding up a little poncho so i am mixed on the ponchos because i have done both i've done the raincoat and i've done the poncho and the poncho is great if it's like a one-time thing like you're gonna put it on go wherever you need to go it the poncho was great for the orlando two o'clock rain shower that passes through for 20 (laughs) minutes Mm -hmm. that i think is the perfect scenario for a poncho if you were at a park and it's going to rain all day i think you're better off with a rain jacket because yeah. the ponchos eventually, like, despite the fact that they're repelling water, the more you take them on and off, you're just going to end up wet yourself. You still have to fold them up and put them in something. You don't want to sit on them. You get really sweaty underneath them. Whereas, like, a rain jacket, like a thin rain jacket, but a rain jacket will keep you comfortable all yeah. day. Good point. Uh, obviously, your phone and your phone charger. And a backup charger. Yeah, backup charger. And, of course, at... We keep talking about Disney, of course, but the Disney parks, what are they? those called? Those uh, fuel rods, fuel and you can rods. switch them out. Yep. And a lot of parks have these type of things, so if that's your thing, that's cool. But yeah, usually if I'm doing a whole day, I'll go through, and I'm especially if I'm Instagramming, <laughs> I'll go through two charges 
in a day. Yeah, I mean, in a day. your phone, especially in the Disney parks, they just don't have great Wi-Fi or data service. So your phone between checking Eats it. yeah oh. your phone it's between the photos between checking your app the disney play app all of that stuff your phone is going to go through battery pretty quickly i know people who really like the mophie cases mm-hmm. and are pretty happy with those you can buy a pretty inexpensive external charger on amazon or now they sell them at target and they're in all yeah, different colors CBS, walgreens mm-hmm. yeah i mean you can even and get some them at really TJ Maxx. tiny ones mm-hmm Obviously, the bigger you get, usually the the more charge that it will hold. There are some. I have a really great one um, that I bring sometimes. It's big. It's about the size of my phone, but it will do two charges. They'll go yeah, through. Two, you know great. what I mean? Yeah. So, but it's definitely worthwhile the investment, especially if you're going on a longer trip, and you just don't want to have to worry about charging your phone halfway through the day. Just get an external charger. Get a couple of them if they're inexpensive, and just rotate them out in your you know resort room keep one charge the other one in your purse or bag or whatever you're carrying um they're just always good to have on hand yep you're gonna have to carry your keys you're gonna have to carry a hair tie if you're a lady with long hair likely Mm -hmm. probably just scrunching around the wrist um hand sanitizer wet wipes i don't know i for me i can't be bothered with those i use the bathroom so much i just wash my hands (laughs) i feel like that's a way to save room in my (laughs) bag some people are big on hand sanitizer get it you're touching a lot and you're climbing a, a lot, lot of stairs of and holding a lot of so i get that like wet webs but there's also bathrooms and you know i don't know that's just my personal thing i just rather use the bathroom and wash my hands i go back and forth on this too because there's part of me that doesn't want to have to carry it with me and use it all the time but then there's the other part of me that when i'm hot when it's really hot and humid and your hands just get clammy, you know, that like hot, clammy feeling. Ew. Sometimes just, <laughs> what? I'm tr- I'm trying I'm just, to explain. <laughs> sorry for eating. Sorry for eating, but like, uh, you know, having those wet wipes just kind of, it's a good thing to have all around. Just kind of as a refresh, just makes you feel a little bit better. So I think, yeah. and, and I like the wet wipes. Um, if you're getting on a ride or um, you're sitting down at a table and you just kind of want to yeah, wipe down the table, wipe down the table. If you're getting into a quick mm-hmm. service or something like that, it's just nice to have them at the and dollar store. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the dollar store, you can get them in like a pack of like 20 and, and they're they really thin. Like they don't take up size. that much. Yeah, yeah. They don't take up that much. Yeah, room. I would rather do that than the bulky hand sanitizer, you know, Purell thing or the whatever from Bath and Body Works. I just can't be bothered carrying around that with me but um yeah that's probably why I get sick no, just kidding. <laughs> um sweater I always need a sweater at night or in the morning um always. you know something that you can roll ideally and for me like a hoodie gives you those extra pockets in the front so and an extra hood in case it rains you know so for me a hoodie I feel like is usually zip up hoodie is usually the way to go snacks if you're allowed um, I you know protein bars, jerky, fruit strips, anything that's packaged, string cheese, like, string cheese. Yeah, but does that get warm? I don't know. Depends. Sometimes it doesn't. If it's sitting, if it's in your bag, well, it depends. But string cheese is a good option. Good protein. So some people want to bring an entire change of clothes if they know they're going to go on Splash Mountain. If they know they're going to do all the water rides, um, that you're looking at a locker there. Another alternative to that is at least just a change of socks. Because that'll be the one main thing that you'll want to, you know, change out of if you go on a Because, you know, you can kind of deal sometimes with being wet and then you're warm enough that the air will 
will dry you off eventually, but socks never seem to get No, they never get dry. You might as well just bring an extra pair of socks. You know, or just like, or or a pair of flip-flops, I guess. Um, but socks could fit in like a little purse, you know what I mean? So, or a little bag or your cargo pocket. So, I don't know, but then I'd want to throw out the other ones because I don't want to really carry around wet, soggy socks in a Ziploc. So, I don't know. <laughs> Things to consider. <laughs> Obviously, if you're into pins, ugh, you know, lanyards. Do what lanyard was that look sound for? I just, I'm, you know, my husband's into pins. And <laughs> I'm so glad it's not something that I'm really, I have like my five pins that I just love. You know what I mean? But if you're into pin trading, that's a lot to, of heavy metal to carry yeah, around. They're heavy. They're definitely heavy, for if sure. You're at Disney parks, we're, that's specifically for Disney parks. Um, and obviously for kids, uh, speaking of Disney parks as well, autograph books. Your Sharpie, preferably a clickable one, because then, you know, it doesn't have a chance of you losing the cap and getting all of your stuff. And um, pennies and quarters, because that's a nice, cute little thing. If you're going with kids, they always want to do the the penny press machine. It's such a and cute so I've souvenir. Heard some, right? So some moms say, keep a couple of coins on you, or, or if you want to, put them in like a little, you know, those M&M, um, little travel oh, M&M like containers. Oh, the little, um, for the M&M minis? Yeah, so that way you can keep them. You don't lose the pennies or like an Altoid case, something like that. One of those like small mini Altoid cases, putting some coins in there. Quarters and pennies basically are what you need for those machines. So if you have kids, that's a good idea. And then um, talking about medication, at every park they have a first aid station and their first aid is free. So you can get, a lot of people don't know this, you can get, I mean, if you're not feeling well, go to first aid and they'll, they'll give you stuff for free. Um, you might have to like sign something, but in general, so if you're worried about like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to need Pepto or mosquito spray or band-aids, pain reliever, like that kind of thing, you can get it first aid for free. So if you're worried about like a circumstantial type of medicine like that, I would just say, just plan on, you know, know where the first aid station is. But some good things to remember to pack on you um, if you're an allergy sufferer. For sure, you're going to want your specific brand of allergy, so keep that on you. And eye drops. Oh, you know? I never thought about the eye drops, but that a makes perfect sense. tiny eye drop dropper yeah. um, is good because you're, you know, you're wind after being on roller coasters, mm-hmm. right? Fast oh, rides. Dirt in your eyes. You know, you just get that kicked up. So having a little thing of eye drops, you might not want to, you know, go all the way to first aid for eye drops. You might want to carry that around in the park with you all day. One of the other things about first aid and that kind of, you know, basic um you know medical need is that a lot of the gift shops even though they don't have it out on the racks usually will have contain you know boxes of stuff behind the cash registers so there's been times where i have needed you know advil or a band-aid or whatever it is and happened to be in one of the gift shops and just happened to mention it and it's not free but they will they will have like little mini bottles that they will sell to you um but they don't have them out on display just because obviously it doesn't go with the decor or the theming <laughs> of whatever the gift shop is. Um, but it's kind of nice to know that you can, you don't have to walk all the way back to first aid just mm-hmm. to get, um, you know, a thing of Advil. If you're willing to pay for it, they have it at most of the gift shops. They also have it at almost all of the resort gift shops too. Uh, mm-hmm. And those are actually out. Like you can see what your selection is. So at least you 
you know what you're buying ahead of time. So the Disney parks also have baby care centers, which is great for diaper changing, nursing, and feeding, and they're super comfortable facilities. So they have, I mean, this is how in-depth they get. They have like a nursing room with chairs so that if you are in that process with your child, you can nurse comfortably and in some you know, privacy. They have a changing room with tables. So if you don't want to, you know, change your baby in one of the restrooms, you are welcome to do so at the baby care center. They also have a feeding area with high chairs. So if you have a baby who it's just easier to feed them or child, it's easier to feed them with a high chair, that's an option. Um, they also just have a really nice kind of main area with TV and chairs and tables and you can kind of sit there and just relax. And then this is what I think is really cool. They have a vending machine that has formula, baby food, juice, diapers, wipes, sunscreen, pacifiers, and over-the-counter medication all nice. available for purchase with a credit card. So it's a pretty cool thing that I don't know if a lot of people know about, um, but they're really nice to have. The only places that don't have them will be the water parks, the resorts, and Disney Springs, but they all have bathrooms with changing stations. Um, but every park has a full service facility during park hours and it's totally complimentary. They also have a kitchen with a microwave and sink, which I think is actually really nice, especially if you have a child that has a food sensitivity or um, some sort of issue. So it's a resource that not, like I said, not a lot of people know about, but it's definitely available to you. And it's something where if you're considering what you're bringing in your bag, especially if you have little ones, just know that you have that resource available to you that can maybe make that a little bit more comfortable. Nice. So let's just also just breeze through some quick things. I had actually gone to a Facebook group called Disney Fans and Annual Pass Holders and just said, hey, everybody, what are like some things that I might not think of that you put in your bag? And people said, you know, a lot of people said Ziploc bags, oh, misting fans and, str and spray bottles. I find those to be too big. But if that's something that's important to you, <laughs> if you're someone who gets hot, um, and they also sell those in the parks. Lip balm, um, travel makeup, like those travel makeup sets, especially if you're going to like a dinner at night and after oh, you spent the day in okay. the park go and get your little travel makeup set on i've always like what, what are we using these travel makeup things we're like oh <laughs> as long as it doesn't melt in the hot sun um tissue sure i mean there's you know napkins at every quick service restaurant but whatever um breath mints and gum and reusable straws glow sticks this was a big thing that i've seen that yeah. a lot of people bust out the glow sticks uh, at night during uh, the the nighttime shows and give those to the kids. But this is the probably one of the coolest pieces of advice that I got. So maybe this is our hot tip for this episode for parents. Some people were saying that a thing that they like to make sure that they always bring with them to their day in the park if they have kids is they like to order a Disney or theme park souvenir in advance. So say you're going to Six Flags and you know they have the Looney Tunes there. You're going to Knott's and you know Snoopy is there. Okay, so your kid is probably going to see that and they're going to see the merch that has that type of theme merchandise. What some parents do, I thought this was great, was they buy a souvenir ahead of time and they put it in their theme park bag and during whatever the nighttime show is at the very end of the night, bust that out 
and give that to the kid to be able to watch the show at the end with. So they didn't have to buy merchandise at three times the price there in the park. And they're able to give that to their child at the end. And the kid doesn't know. Nope. They, they think no that idea. their parent just went and just bought it. And now they have a souvenir that for them is their souvenir from this park, but it just saved you a lot of money. I thought that was really brilliant. This Maybe is... moms have thought of this and I'm a non-mom and I think this is great. But I'm like, I'm going to totally do this when I go to the park with my friend's kids. Yeah. This is one of the, the biggest tips I give to families when they travel, especially families with little ones, is that they're going to have no idea where the item comes from unless they're they're in the store and they see something. But having kind of some of those little things on hand to give them they're not going to have any clue. So it's a great way to kind of keep your budget, you know, in check. Another thing I've seen people do is they pack a lot of things that they think their kids are going to want to, like they buy them in advance, they pack them in their suitcase. And then every day, depending on like where they're going, they give their child like a souvenir to start the day kind of thing too. So um, yeah, I mean, it's a great way to not spend a ton of money and if your kids are young pictures and cute moments yeah I love that I'd make room in my bag for that absolutely 100% (laughs) it'll save you some money all right we've come to the 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 final question (laughs) what kind of bag there are so many options crossbodies backpacks fanny packs camelbacks (laughs) first of all I think we can both agree on one thing Ashley those lounge fly backpacks, we love them. Okay, everybody They're knows what so we're talking cute. about. Those little tiny, small, mini backpacks that I mean, mini as in small backpacks that are super stylish, super cute, absolutely adorable. They sell them all over the parks and at Hot Topic and Box Lunch and all these different locations. And people love bringing them. But they literally and hold I nothing. I think that we can both agree that they hold nothing. <laughs> nothing. They literally hold nothing. They will not even hold my wallet. They, like, they I've tried so... to put my wallet in it and it won't fit. <laughs> Listen, I love them. They look so cute. But that's, you know, buy them at the park and take it home yeah. for and, and wear it at another time. But that is not a good bag to bring with you to the theme park. I mean, it won't fit a sweater. It, what does it fit? Your does, wallet I, and your phone. That's, that's about it. it. And if you have a wallet like I do, I mean, maybe I have to downsize Lipstick. my wallet. But still, it's they, they don't fit. And they're super cute. Like, I really, so when, cute. when oh we were gosh. at... When we were at Disneyland together a couple weeks ago, they had that clear one with like the iridescent Mickeys on it. And I loved it. And then I looked at it and said, what am I going to put in this? I literally can't put anything in this bag. They were selling the Stranger Things one at San Diego Comic-Con this year. And so many people bought it. It's so cute. The new Stranger Things lounge fly. Shout out to lounge fly. I love them. I love their wallets. I love their bags. But for taking into a theme park, probably not the best place from the great to buy at a theme park. Sure. But just take it home with you. Um, So good. We agree on that. Yes. Ashley, tell me what you bring (laughs) on your day trip to a park. I I used to be team backpack. For like my whole life, I was very much team backpack. And I'm still a little bit team backpack depending on which park I'm going to and what my plans are for the day. But now I am team crossbody. And part of the, there's two reasons why I'm team crossbody. Number one, I probably put too much thought into what I'm wearing and how I'm going to look in pictures, which makes me sound super vain. But I just like to have, you know, a cute outfit. And so... Uh, I have a lot more options with crossbodies than I do with backpacks. Also, like I said earlier, I 
if I bring a backpack, I'm going to end up stuffing it with a bunch of things I don't need. So crossbody keeps me limited to what I bring. But the other reason why I like a crossbody is that it allows me, whenever I get on a ride, I can just turn it and sit it in my lap and keep going. I don't have to take it off every single time. I can wear it when I'm sitting at dinner if I need to. Um, it doesn't take up a ton of room and it still fits everything I need. I can fit my sweater. I can fit my wallet, my keys, my sunglasses, like everything that I bring, I can fit into my crossbody. In fact, I won't buy a crossbody unless I can fit all of those basics in it. And usually I buy my crossbodies with theme park visits in mind since I spend so much time there. So I'm very much team crossbody. And if I need to bring additional things, I bring it in a separate bag and I put it in a locker. So I guess I'm twofold. I'm team crossbody plus lockers. I hear you <laughs> that crossbodies are best for, especially at a park where you need to constantly bring out your pass or reach into your phone. I get that. I get that a backpack is less conducive for that because if you're constantly having to take off your backpack to get your stuff out of it, you know, after a while that can be a little bit annoying. Crossbody, it's right there, it's on your hip. You're right, you don't really have to adjust it. With a backpack, you do have to adjust it to get on a roller coaster, usually wear it in front of you, you know, strap it around the front of your chest to be able to go on roller coasters and things like that. But I have to say, I, a crossbody for me, my neck and shoulders are killing me by the end of the day. I can't do it. So for me, the best option is not just a backpack, but I'm going to say specifically a drawstring backpack. I love them. Those cheap, you know what I'm talking about? You get them like oh, for yeah, free you're talking about, all over sure. the places. And I, but my favorite one that I've gotten, I found at Target, Target, shout out to Target. And their Disney section is phenomenal for affordable Disney merch and clothes. And I found a really cute Mickey Mouse canvas drawstring backpack. And why I like the drawstring is because you can fill it up pretty substantially with a hoodie, with socks, with even flip-flops and all the things that you need for your day. But once you take that out, you can make it really, really small. So I really love being able to adjust it depending on uh, you know what's in it and what's not. So if I want to make it really small, then I can take the sweater out and tie it around my waist, things like that. I love a drawstring backpack. I think is it is the perfect theme park bag. And it doesn't hurt my neck and shoulders by the end of the day. I was going to say, I hear what you're saying, but I've only <laughs> so had issues. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. No, we should but... fight. We're gonna, we're <laughs> like, no, no you're I wrong. Mean, I just think like when I've worn those drawstring backpacks, they've, I have the opposite experience where my, my shoulders hurt from the strings digging into my shoulders all day because the strings are usually so thin. Like in that case, I would rather have a backpack because at least the backpack straps are thicker and they're padded so that. You know, they're more comfortable. The The back of the backpack has padding to it. And it's my bag. Like, anytime I've had a drawstring backpack, I've always had, like, the the water bottle is poking in my back the wrong way. Or, because there's no structure to it. There's no, like, flat bottom to yes, it. Yes, I love that. So, I, <laughs> but for me, it's like there's <laughs> nothing, like, sits upright. So, it gets all jumbled in there. And then all of a sudden, I sit down. And I've got, you know, a mini ear headband, like, shoved into my, you know, spine. And that's uncomfortable. And so... For me, having everything in a crossbody, I can, it's right at my side. I don't have to worry about it, digging into anything. It's just, you know, resting at my hip for a quick draw, whether it's, yeah, you know, I got to yeah. pull out my license so I can I drink like around the world. I like drawstring backpack and a lanyard where I can put my passes in the front. That's what I think is perfect. 
and I'm you're not going to be able to convince me otherwise. I don't think we need to convince <laughs> each other anything. I think we. No, are. I think, and you know what? Yeah. It's subjective. So probably your best, our best advice is figure out what you want to take to the park. Figure out in terms of what you're going to, you know, what you have in terms of comfort. Uh, what your body type is that would make the most sense for you and your neck and shoulders if that's not an issue um you know and listen cargo shorts anything with pockets travel vests hey ashley you could rock one of those travel vests i'm just saying i do (laughs) own a handful of fanny packs that might be my next foray into Mm -hmm. travel attire is gonna be my travel vest that would i would all try neck wallets and see if the neck we should do that we can make those fashionable make neck wallets happen we can make neck neck wallets happen it's a thing we can make it happen well, let us know, listeners, what what your favorite type of bag is. And hey, maybe we need some like suggestions of like actual bags and where people can find them. So maybe we should start, you know, thinking about putting together like a little list of people's favorite bags that they like to bring into particular parks that fit that. the guidelines of the parks. Um, yes, we'll make sure you out. measure your bags. <laughs> make sure your bag eight by six by six, right? So let us know what type of bag you like to bring to the park. And if we missed anything, reach out to us at MainStreetInspirations.com. You can contact us through there or find our Instagram. We are at MainStreetInspirations and you can reach out to us personally. My personal Instagram is at actor Jessica Gardner. And mine is at HappyGoAshley. We are the Theme Parkettes. If you see us walking around the park, her wearing her crossbody and me wearing my drawstring backpack, come up to us and say hi. Remember, you can sit with us. Thanks for listening, everybody.